Hi ladies and welcome to another episode of the Hourglass Project. It's of course your host Sean and today I'm actually kind of excited. So for the next few episodes I will be batching some episodes because I will be on holiday right now. So if you're listening to this on the day of release, this is going to release on the Sunday or on the Monday depending on when you're listening to it or later on. But I'll be on holidays from the 24th of August which is the Thursday. And then I'll be gone for the next four weeks afterwards, missing each of the days to do a podcast. So I'm trying to do as many as I can to batch them all up. And I thought to myself, what would be super useful to go through while I'm on holiday? Well, why not go through some exercises or go through the mindset of your training when you're going on holiday for first for this first episode while I'm gone? Or just before I'm gone, should I say? Uh, so that's a bit of a life update. In case you don't know, we're going to Japan and I'm super excited about that because the last time I went was 2018 before I met Nancy and then Nancy went on 2019 April because she had planned that before she met me and we we're just talking about how much we would like to go together and we've been planning and planning. We ended up going to Hawaii instead which we do not regret but then COVID happened and we never got to really travel overseas again until maybe last year when we went to Singapore together. Other than that, overseas holidays have been really hard and it's kind of crazy where we are right now. So we're super excited to be able to go to Japan and explore everything and kind of revisit all the places that we've been to without each other. But even saying that we're experiencing new things together as well. So being able to do new things uh, for the first time again, amazing. We're super happy about that. For today's tip of the day, it's going to be based around holidays. So one thing that you're going to find yourself doing is having a different environment. So today's tip of the day is going to be about environment. And then we're going to start talking about what to expect and how to keep on track while you're on holiday. So the first thing is, if you find this podcast super useful, please make sure you leave me a review. I have been collecting a lot of these reviews actually, and I am so grateful. So thank you so much for leaving me some. I want to read one of them actually, which means a lot to me because when you spend the time to actually write a review, I do actually read them. It means so much to me because I obviously am releasing one episode every single week for the whole year. And so far we've got 13. So if you want to do me a big favor, please make sure you actually leave one for me. So this is actually one of them and it's from CanCan with a nice smiley face on their name as well. As someone who loves personal development, to begin with the end in mind is one of the best advice that have changed the way I think. Thank you, Sean, for the great content as always. So that means a lot to me too, because for me being the age that I am and as you get older, you always think about your legacy. And if I'm to think about my legacy, I want to make sure that I leave no stone unturned to help any ladies out there achieve their best and also do this without any of the dangerous fad diets that we see in our, in our society, in our fitness industry anyway. All right, so let's talk about environment. So maybe you're a lady who's been trying to struggle with weight loss or you're struggling with trying to find out how you can get healthier, fitter, and you're always wondering why. You might be jumping around with you know, exercise to exercise. You might be doing different classes that just doesn't seem to be working, moving you forward. Then you go on different diets that all your friends are doing too, and it's getting them results, but it's not getting you results. So then what we want to understand is 
why do our actions always seem so hard to fight against when we're trying to be so defined with the goal that we want? You want to lose 10 kilos in 12 weeks, or you want to lose 10 kilos in 12 months, should I say, because I hate 10-week um, nutrition weight loss challenges. But if we're doing things like this, we need to understand what, why are these actions that we're trying to do that don't line up, and we understand it, we know it, but why do we find it so hard? So something that we never do, and this ties into even the, the review that we left on the podcast, it's about thinking about the end in mind. Thinking about what does successful you look like and where are you right now? Because you can't really have a successful you in an unsuccessful environment. So you're probably thinking, Sean, what are you talking about? If your house is full of snacks, alcohol, no provisions for you to succeed with like healthy food, proteins, nutrition, not even good daylight and sunshine, you're gonna find yourself always low in energy, reaching for chocolate, reaching for foods that don't actually line up with your goals. You're gonna be talking to the wrong people. You're gonna ask advice on the wrong people. And on the side note, when it comes to asking advice from wrong people, make sure you're getting advice from someone who you would actually want to change positions with. So don't ask your hairdresser about nutrition and diet unless they actually understand nutrition and diet, or maybe even saying that they're in the position that you want to be in. So once you've got that credibility, then I'm sorry, we're gonna go back into the environment. So once you've got that environment set up, now you're gonna understand, have you got the actual environment? So if you could actually see me right now, I'm in my office room, and this is what I mean by changing environments, okay? When I'm in this office room, I eat as little as possible because this room is not made for eating. That's where the dinner table is. And then when I'm in this office room, it's time to work. I have two desks. One desk does happen to have my wife's iMac. My other desk has my gaming computer. I sit in this iMac computer where my wife doesn't work. I sit here and I do my work. And then on the other side, on the other desk, that's when I actually do more of my leisure work. I wanna play video games, I wanna watch some movies. I have two different desks for two different reasons in a room where it's mostly computer-based. I don't take the computer out to the dinner room and vice versa. So now we're gonna start thinking about what you could do first. So first of all, are you training in a gym that actually motivates you? Because if you're thinking, well, I don't enjoy training at this gym, well, why is that? It's because there's not much sunshine. I've quit a gym because there was not enough daylight. I walked in at 6 a.m. and I was like, wow, it's so dark. And I walked out and I was like, it's still so dark. It just gave me that lethargic feeling, okay? I love having natural sunlight when it's actually bright. Another thing is, does a gym give you the ick, so to feel? Like, does it not make you feel comfortable? Now, don't get me wrong, you're gonna have to be in an uncomfortable situation sometime in your life, so don't run away from discomfort, but you're gonna make sure it's the right amount. Maybe there's too many um, big dudes in the gym and don't use that as a stereotype, but that could scare you a little bit. Maybe the the spaces in the area, there's not enough pockets for you to just do your own little workout. Say if you wanna grab some dumbbells and do a workout by yourself and start to build yourself up into the environment to lead to the machines and where the, the big dumbbells are, so to speak. Maybe there is just too many machines and you find that you just wanna use dumbbells and barbells. Maybe you need mirrors, maybe you don't need mirrors. Maybe you have good music. These are all environmental factors that help you drive what you want to achieve in that gym. Now, you're not gonna be in that gym trying to do office work, you're in that gym to do gym work. So trying to find a really good gym is a great place to start when it comes to your environment. Now, the next thing that we wanna try and find is, what about your home? Spend a lot of time at home, you're eating, you're cooking your food, you wake up, you sleep. 
So is your place actually motivating for you? Does it embody what you want with your life? Does it have fruits and vegetables in your fridge? Does it have all the snacks put away in a place so you cannot see them or does it not have snacks at all because that lines up with your goals? Does it actually have things that remind you of what your why reasons are? This is really super important. A lot of people who tend to lose focus on their goal are the people who tend to give up first because they're not having a defined goal what they have in mind and they don't remind themselves every single day why they're doing this. If we didn't have that, then all of us go into this complacency of just quitting things and always just going through the motions of everything. It's not because you got bored, it's because you forgot what the goal is. Why do you actually want to achieve that goal? So if you're thinking you're stuck in a rut right now, first of all, do an audit. Have a look around and see if there's things that you can take out of your fridge and replace it with healthy food instead. You can even make it the more invisible, visible rule as well. So making sure that you put all the fruits and vegetables at the very front of your fridge. Saying that as well, if you're going to a gym that you don't like, change gyms, try and find somewhere else that you can go. If you have no support from your friends, try and get some new friends or join a Facebook community group, plug in, join my free Facebook community group and start to be part of a community that actually wants you to be proud of the achievements that you are achieving right now. Because this is gonna help you change your environment and help you change your um, places and essentially you are now gonna be put in a situation where your successful you can actually succeed. Because if you cannot think of your successful you succeeding in the environment that you have right now, don't change yourself just yet. Change your environment first to embody that your successful identity of you can be alive. Okay, so that's enough about that. If you haven't got your results, change your environment first. Now let's start talking about what we wanna go through today. So I want to talk about me traveling and three things that I'm gonna be doing to help me kind of stay on track. And I want you to actually listen all the way through to the end because there's actually a secret I want you to listen to the end of this. I'm gonna leave that edit in because I cannot find the lines. But I want you to listen to this because I want you to understand what the lesson that I'm trying to teach you is at the end of it. There's a secret lesson at the end. So step number one really, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pack clothes that allow me to move. Because now I am wearing clothing that allows me to be active so that I can actually do the actions I want to do. Now given that it's also the weather, it's actually summer in Japan and it's actually quite cold here in Perth, WA. So it's gonna be different for me, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna pack any shorts or singlets for me to be able to actually be active, to go for walks, do some workouts. These are things that are gonna drive me through because I need to make sure I have this available for me. If I didn't have the clothes, it'd be very simple for me to just go, you know what? I don't feel like doing it. And this also ties into you right now in your environment at home. Do you have clothes that you actually like wearing? Because if you don't have clothes that you actually like wearing to go to the gym, you probably don't wanna do a workout. And I never really understood this lesson till I got a little bit older and I started realizing I don't have nice clothes. Now I don't need nice clothes to go to the gym, but it's nice to have comfortable clothes to wear to the gym. But I was in a different phase of my life because when I first started, when you start doing bodybuilding, right? Typical guy, you followed the bodybuilding route because that was the only thing out there. They're wearing oversized, torn up t-shirts and everything. So that's what I wore. I wore my old baggy shirts that didn't quite fit yet and I just trained in that. Didn't care much for what the clothing I was wearing. But when it came to my older life, I was like, you know what? I do wanna be more comfortable. So I started investing in clothes that actually make me feel good. And this is something that you can do for yourself too, ladies. You, right now, it may not be the exact clothing that you want to wear as your goal, but it's something that's comfortable, comfortable enough for you to get the job done. 
because you wouldn't be wearing a dress to the gym and you probably wouldn't be wearing gym clothes to a nice formal wedding. So you're gonna make sure that you're dressed for the occasion. And it, it kind of makes sense. It's kind of like the saying where they say, dress for the job that you want. We're not talking about jobs, but you want a job done, you can make sure you're dressed for it. So that's the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make sure I pack the clothing that I have to make sure I can actually do the jobs that I wanna do. The second thing I'm actually going to do now is actually start to pack the equipment that I want. So when I go to Singapore though, I can go to the gym. I make sure that the hotel gym is actually existent. So I make sure that I go to a hotel with a gym. That way I can use it all the time. And for myself, I do this as my form of ritual. I wake up, I go to the gym at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m., whatever it might be. And then I go get a coffee, I come back upstairs, and then I give it to my wife and we start to explore the city. That's our holiday routine that we've been doing. Now, for ourselves, we may not have this because in Japan, in my years that I've gone, it's super hard to find gyms. And also, I kind of don't want to waste time looking for a gym, traveling to a gym by the train and all that kind of stuff. So the hotels that we're staying at don't have gyms. There's no local gyms nearby. If there happen to be, I'll be really lucky. This is what I'm doing instead. I'm going to be writing down a bunch of exercises that I want to do, and then I'm going to pack two things. I'm gonna pack resistance bands, so I'm talking about mini bands, light mini bands, just helping me to do some banded exercises. The second thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pack a suspension trainer. Now these two things line up with what I wanna do because they're A, super, super light, and B, useful for the exercises that I wanna do. But the thing is you're thinking, well, Sean, if you were a powerlifter, you wouldn't be able to do this. And this is another thing for anyone listening to this. When you're training, it's not going to be the same as when you're training at home because you're doing it for two different reasons. When you're at home, you train to make progress. When you're training on holiday, you're doing it because you either A, enjoy it, or B, it's part of your ritual. For me, it's kind of both of them, but I'm not doing it as a form of punishment. So. I'm doing this because I like it and I'm gonna be making sure every single morning or every single night, I'm only gonna commit myself to 15 to 20 minutes at the minimum or at the maximum, should I say, or some sort of movement, some sort of exercise to get the body moving. And that's why I want to make sure you guys listen to or you ladies listening to this understand as well. So you can pack some stuff to train, resistance bands, booty bands, and a suspension trainer is more than enough. Even just saying that assorted amounts of bands is gonna be more than enough for you to be able to get a really good workout in. I've written down all the exercises that I want to do, and if you actually wanna know what exercises I'm going to do, you should probably follow me on Instagram, and it's Sean at, sorry, it's Sean.Momentum, so that's S-E-A-N dot Momentum, or for the Americans out there listening, S-E-A-N period Momentum. And I found that out when I last traveled to Hawaii when I was trying to give my email address to the lady and she was like, Dart, what's Dart? <laughs> and I found it really funny, sorry about the accent. Um, so yeah, she's like, it's period. I'm like, okay, it's, it's period. So that's the second thing I'm doing. I am packing all of my gym equipment. Let me say that again. I'm packing some gym equipment so I can get some movement in. I'm also packing some walking shoes which happen to also double up as running shoes. So if I happen to want to go for a run, and if you're listening to this, no, I do not run all the time, but I'm doing it because I'm looking to explore new things. So that lines up with my holiday goals. I want to explore, we might go for a run, we might go for a walk, who knows. Number three, now this is gonna work for most places, especially if you're traveling to a place that doesn't have a lot of protein. 
So I'm gonna be packing one kilo of protein powder or maybe a little bit less. Maybe one scoop per day is more than enough for me. And then I might pack some protein bars if I need it. So maybe just under one protein bar per day because I don't wanna to rely too much on it when I'm going to this country, particularly in Japan. Protein is not very hard to find. But say if I were going to Singapore, Singapore is a place where it's super hard to eat my goal amount of protein. So if you know that you've been listening to me for a while, you're gonna more than likely be aiming between four and five palm sizes of protein. For many guys, it's gonna be closer to six to seven palm sizes of protein. So for me to eat that in Singapore is super hard. Now that I know what I'm eating in Japan, cause I'm gonna be eating quite a bit more seafood over there, which I usually don't eat. So a lot of seafood over there cause Japanese seafood's easier. A lot of meat over there too. I think I'm gonna be okay, but I'll pack it just in case. I'm also gonna pack things like creatine cause I know that I wanna keep on top of my creatine loading. So then when I come back, it's not like I catch up process so to speak, but I'm not gonna be so hard on myself if I don't hit my macros and I don't hit these um, creatine loadings so to speak. Now that's just things that I'm gonna look after for myself because other things is, I like to save a little bit of money. So if I'm gonna be snacking in Japan and I can't quite find something that I want, I've got something already just in case. And also it's cheaper for me to bring that over there than it is for me to go over there and try and find six or seven different things that I may not like and end up throwing in the bin. That's just me personally. Now the third thing that I'm going to do, so I've got my, so let me go through that one more time. So I'm gonna make sure I pack my work clothes, so my gym clothes and pack my training gear and I'm also gonna go through my nutrition. Sorry about that ladies. So I've got my three things and this is the one thing I want everyone to understand when it comes to going on holidays. When you're going on holidays, you're not here to make progress and I've said this earlier before. This is where a lot of people get guilty about gaining weight and eating too much food and having too much of a good time. You actually deserve it. I want you to be less hard on yourself when you understand this. So going on holiday, you should really love the process. You should love the fact that you're exploring. You should love the fact that you're in a new country and you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Now, for me personally, I'd say this a lot. If you're training really hard all through the year and you're on holiday for two to three weeks, this is not gonna throw you off because if you think about the two outcomes of good and bad days, and we have 365 pebbles and you're trying to put one into one every time you have a good day and a bad day and an on point day and a bad day, as long as you have most of those days in that cup of good moving you forward, you're gonna be all right. We don't need all 365 days to be in the good jar. We just need some of them to be there, okay? The majority of them to be there. You're allowed to have a few days off here and there. This is making sure you have which ones you want to balance with you and your lifestyle right now. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I'm really anxious about going on holiday, please don't be. Please enjoy it. You worked hard to pay for this holiday. You worked hard to be on this holiday. So be present, enjoy it with the loved ones you're with. If you're traveling by yourself, then enjoy that time by yourself as well. And when you come back and you feel recharged, because you feel like, feel like you're taking two steps back to make 20 steps forward. That's exactly what we want you to think about when it comes to the holidays. So thank you so much. I do have a special announcement to make if you're listening this far in as well. So it is going to be my birthday. And once you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to this on the Sunday, just make sure you click the link in the description box below tomorrow. 
because we're gonna have a birthday sale on everything. That's right, if you didn't hear that one more time, I'm having a birthday sale on everything. It's 31% off across the board. I've got bundles of books with recipes. I've got three bundles of exercises. I've got bundles of all six of the things that I have, and it's gonna be 31% off. So it's up to $40 is the lowest that you're gonna see things. So it's gonna be super cheap. And we've been even doing 40% off two of my prime products that I have. One of them is a one-on-one -on -one coaching call where I speak to you for 60 minutes and I actually write up a 12-week program made for your goals to help you with this through my actual personalized app. And the second one is I'm actually doing a 31% off of my number one coaching service, Project Hourglass. So I'm only announcing it on the podcast. If you're listening to this, you will be one of the first people to know about it. So if you're really interested about it, please make sure you click on the link in the description box below. Do not miss out. You don't want to miss out on this because uh, this could be the one thing that we could do to work together to help you become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much everyone for listening to this and I will be on holidays for the next episode, but I'll still release something. Take care everyone and keep building momentum.